This is so wizarding. This is Montego Bradley from Fans of Patrol, and you're listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, guys? It is time for episode number 494 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and with me, my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Almost to 500, but not quite yet. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Markellis Reagans. Get in, losers. We're recording a podcast. <laughs> you listening to so was a podcast where three friends review movies tv and sometimes more podcasting weekly on the geek world all-stars podcast network this week it's our review of mean girls 2024 guys just wanted to let you know that this is a cautionary tale oh god <laughs> about don't say no weeks off when you start your podcast because then you can never take a break and someone could die <laughs> you ain't kidding but before we get into all of that, how's everyone doing this week? Aubrey Litchfield, where have you been? Uh, so that I you went... can tell us without <laughs> violating non-disclosure agreements. Right. I, I can't talk too much about like the ins and outs of what I was doing there. But I spent the past week in California at uh, the Blizzard Entertainment Campus. It's a huge-ass campus, but I spent the whole week there. And yeah, had a lot of fun. That's awesome. If you know, you're jealous. If you don't know, you don't even know what she's talking about. So let's we'll just leave it there. I'm glad we're glad that you're back and you rested up. You jet lagged. You feeling okay? Yeah, I I caught up with sleep. I slept for like a whole day, and uh, so today was like my first day waking up for work on time. And I'd like to think I did pretty good. <laughs> How late were you? Uh, I was I was on time. I had to get Noah on the bus too, so that's like the motivator. But I I was dragging around lunch. I was like, man, my bed looks so good. Awesome. We're glad that you made it back and you had a good time. And I uh, hope you're ready to rock and roll with Mean Girls. Yeah. <laughs> Markellis <laughs> Reagans, how the hell are you? Uh, I am doing good. I was able to get some new designs on our T Public site, uh, which is always exciting for me. Uh, I worked pretty hard on, on a few of those for a little while. And the fact that they're all done uh, made me very excited. And uh, there's two more that's coming up pretty soon. So yeah, I'm just cranking them. It's 2024. I said I was going to get some more designs up in 2023. Uh, I did not, but I'm making it up. I'm making up for that lost time right now. Awesome. The designs are cool as hell. So uh, we're all very happy with you. Oh, good. Thank you. Uh, and if you want to check out the designs and possibly buy like a coffee mug or something, uh, please go to the website, uh, check out our T Public store and support the podcast. Yeah, it's not exactly cheap to go to the movies 47 times a year. So, <laughs> yes, <laughs> we need some help. We definitely need help sometimes. So fantastic. Uh, as for me, I, I mean, I don't really have anything exciting to report. Just working, sleeping. Um, I started my New Year's resolution. So I started going to the gym again feels really good and 
I lost two and a half pounds so far. So that's good. Just been eating better and, you know, hitting the weights. So it's been fun listening to podcasts on the treadmill. So <laughs> watching Uncharted on the uh, TV above. That's right. That's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Something was on there the other day and I was rolling. It was one of those movies like Uncharted, Tomb Raider. <laughs> <laughs> one of those type FX of movies saturday movies yeah yeah so I, I go at weird times so i just try to get it in when i can you know I, you can say that about a lot of things but um i do just try to get it in when i can so ask jen um <laughs> but yeah i just you know my schedule has been been wacky at work and we'll talk about that a little bit when we get more into our trip to the movies but i just trying to fit everything in you know like uh, some very packed busy days we're having a good time though we're rocking and rolling and I've just been uh, reading comics, making TikToks, killing it, you know, doing, nice. doing big things. So enough about us, though. You know, why don't we just talk a little bit more about us, Marcellus Reagans? Please tell the listeners where they can find more So Was Your Podcast. All right, everybody, you can head on over to SoWasYourPodcast.com, and there you're going to find a brand new episode every week. You will also find comic book, TV, and movie reviews, along with some creator interviews conducted by the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. And you can check out Adam's original comic book, Social Studies, over at socialstudiescomic.com. You're also going to find some links to our podcast merchandise, t-shirts, hoodies, stickers, magnets, coffee mugs, a whole array of items that you can purchase and represent So Wizard Podcast. Our social media links are there too. So reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and let us know what you think of the show. Find So Wizard on all podcasting streaming platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, and pretty much wherever you can find a podcast. Check out our YouTube page, where new content is being uploaded regularly. We also have a Patreon page. For as little as a dollar a month, you can receive exclusive bonus content while you're supporting the show. A special shout out goes to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. And I'm talking about Fans on Patrol, Pop Prism Power Podcast, Cult 45, The Movie Podcast, Superhero Speak, and The Gorilla Brain Podcast. That's it for me. Back to you, Joey. No, I didn't. First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a long time, and I've been working on it for a while, okay? And we are back. You know that every time we record, when you play that, Mark, I look to my left, and there's a mirror on my closet. <laughs> Okay. Next to the desk, and I lip sync it into the mirror to myself, <laughs> and it cracks me up every single time. So a little, little behind the scenes as we approach our tenth year anniversary. Oh my god! <laughs> Got to keep it fresh. Got to keep it exciting. That's right. That's right. All right, guys. We all had a chance to head out to the theaters and see Mean Girls 2024. But before we get into it, obviously, we're going to do a little non-spoiler talk. If you haven't seen it yet, you want to know what we thought. Obviously, hang out. You can hear about our trip to the movies. You can hear what we thought of the film. And then Marcellus will eventually drop the drop. And you'll know it's time to leave so you don't have the movie spoiled. The rest of you stick around as we go a little more in depth. But to start, Marcellus, are you a big fan of the original Mean Girls? 
I am not. <laughs> what? I was never a big fan of the original Mean Girls. I Are think you fucking it's, serious? I'm. I'm. Yes, I'm serious. I thought it was. You know, it, it was enjoyable for what it was, but there was nothing about that movie that like made me go, "Oh my god, I want to watch that again," or "Oh my god, that was so funny," or whatever. Nothing about that movie is, was special to me in, in any way. It was just decent. Uh, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> now I know how you felt when I said Bottoms was the best movie of the year last year. <laughs> uh, Aub- Aubrey Litchfield, are, are you a fan? Yes, I'm a fan of the original Mean Girls. I quote it quite a bit. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you guys think? Am I a fan of the original Mean Girls? Come on. It, the, the title alone, even if there wasn't a movie attached to it, <laughs> the fact that it's called <laughs> Mean Girls, Joey is like, I'll take one ticket, please. <laughs> movie of the year. <laughs> I probably would have been in 2004, but uh, yeah, I, I love this movie. I, I saw it in the movie theater twice. I have it on DVD. I now own it on limited edition steel book Blu-ray. Comes in a uh, burn book. Of course it does. <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. I have always, if I ever started a band ever again, because I used to be in a band a while back. If I ever started a band again, I the name of the band would be Burn Book. Um, <laughs> without a doubt. Uh, I just, I love this movie so much. It's hilarious. It's so well written. It's got hilarious performances. I mean, Rachel McAdams, a star making performance as Regina George. Like that is like a legendary fucking performance. This is, this movie was supposed to be a vehicle for Lindsay Lohan and it launched her career <laughs> instead of the opposite. Um, and of course, you know, there's hot chicks. Has <laughs> Lindsay Lohan ever looked better? No. <laughs> what the fuck? I love party of five now. I mean, come on. <laughs> it was just, it's one of my favorite movies. It's in my top 20 movies of all time. It, it, I love it. I think it's hilarious. So I'm a big fan. So, you know, they made a musical out of it. And now they made a musical out of a movie. And now they're going to make a movie out of the musical based on the movie. Right. That's, so we also, that's also based on a book. Right. Not a burn book, a regular book. <laughs> so we headed out to the theaters for the first time in a few weeks. Marcellus Reagans, how was your trip to see Mean Girls 2024? Well, I went to go see it on a day that was very cold and very gray and lots of snow flurries uh, and slick roads. And as I'm driving to the movie theaters, I'm like, why am I doing this? But you know why. You know why. Three words, Mark. (laughs) Three words. Hod before life. So, uh, yeah, so as I'm, you know, skidding on the streets in the snow <laughs> towards the movie theaters, I'm like, oh, God, I can't believe I'm doing all of this for fucking Mean Girls <laughs> remake. But, you know, I was hanging out with some friends of mine and, um, you know, we were having a good time. And I'm like, sorry, guys, I got to go. Uh, mean Girls <laughs> awaits. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so uh, me and my girlfriend went to the theater. Uh, we got there super late. I I did the pre-order my snacks ahead of time again, which worked perfectly. And even getting there like 15 minutes late, there was still like three or four trailers left before the movie started. So I was in, I was in a really good position. Were uh, your trailers schizophrenic? Cause mine was like imaginary fall guy. And then like, fucking, I don't even remember. They were all like over the place. There was no like theme to the trailers. Uh, the ones that I saw, I don't even remember. And, and there was nothing in it. That uh, that really stood out to me. 
And just the fact that I made it inside the theater before the movie started, I was like patting myself on the back, dude. I was just just glad to be there. So, yeah, the you know the theater was was about say three quarters filled, and it was the big theater. It was the giant XD theater screen. So, yeah, it was a a decent experience going to the movies. Good. It's nice to finally have a decent experience, isn't it? <laughs> For me, it is. Yes, in <laughs> in the. Uh, in the, the, the place of contention, uh, West Springfield, <laughs> Massachusetts. Aubrey Litchfield. I have nothing notable about my experience going to the movie theaters. They had the collectible Mean Girls bucket at Regal, which I almost got, but then I didn't. Aww. And I should have, so then I could have mailed it to Mark Ellis, so he no. wouldn't have to go buy one. <laughs> Don't was... mail it to me. I will. That, that goes with the burn book. I will set it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the theater was pretty empty, so I didn't really have to experience anybody unpleasant. Yeah, I think uh, our experiences are going to be pretty tame this week because, you know, this has been out for about a week and a half now. So (laughs) because we did the best and worst of 2023 the last two weeks, we, you know, we missed the prime opening weekend, which probably would have been packed with annoying teenage girls. Ah, yes. There were annoying teenage girls sitting behind me, but they weren't, like, that bad, I guess. They were just audibly gasping at some parts as if they haven't seen this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, like I said, my schedule has been crazy, and I knew I had to see this movie. And I'm like, all right. When can I fit in a showing of this? So I had Friday off completely. And then Saturday I was working 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. And I'm like, all right, I could go Saturday after work. But if I come home and sit down, I'm not going to go to the movie. Right. So, like I knew if I came home and laid in bed, I wouldn't go to the movie. So I'm like, man, maybe I should just go on Friday. So Friday I got up. I went to the gym and I left the gym and I went directly from the gym to the movie. And it was like minus three degrees outside and I had shorts on (laughs) like, Oh God. And I went to the movies and literally nothing of any consequence happened at the movies. I I, I broke my own promise because where I go to the gym, it's a lot easier for me to just go to West Springfield, (laughs) (laughs) even though I was boycotting West Springfield because it's pod before life. I said, all right, I will suck it up and go. But if this is a bad experience, I will never go here again. I say that every time I go. <laughs> every time we're there. So I went in, and uh, now that I'm dieting, I guess, or eating better, I guess we don't call it dieting anymore. I'm eating better. I didn't have any popcorn or snacks or anything. I didn't even get a soda. Um, I snuck in a Celsius, <laughs> and uh, which is horrible because it's a it's a can. So like when you open it, like the move, like Mean Girls starts, and there's like some middle aged man sitting by himself, and then you just hear like the fucking pop top, like I'm opening a beer or something. <laughs> relaxed so I can bang one out to mean girls in the movie theater by myself but it was fine like uh there was some people there and they were all quiet and nobody got up or talked or fired around their phones they were all just quiet and watched the movie and then the movie ended and I left and then I went home and I I put some pants on because I had shorts on it was fucking cold and I went grocery shopping (laughs) and then I finally got to sit down and uh, I got home and I made some tiktoks and then I went to bed it was a very relaxing day (laughs) So you had a good experience in West Springfield. Does that mean that they're they're back in rotation? 
Well, I, I wouldn't say it's a good experience. I would say it was like what going to the movies should generically be. I went to the movies, I watched a movie and nobody talked or farted around or watched TikToks or hockey games or got up and sat down 55,000 times or brought in toddler to a entirely Japanese movie that only has subtitles or, um, you know, it was, it was an okay because time. you went back to your regular time of not going when everybody else goes. That's true too. It was probably about like one thirty in the afternoon, but I think that's the trick just going forward. So as long as it's not a movie, the kids want to see, which neither of them wanted to see this. They both refused. Wow. Who raised those kids? Dude? What did you do? <laughs> I don't think they wanted to watch it because it was a music. Well, Kyle has never even seen the original, Um, (gasps) but I I think we need to jumpstart his puberty and have him watch it. And uh, I think Janine's seen the original. She loved it, but you know, she just didn't want to see it because it's a musical. Well, gotcha. So yeah, that that was, I'm sorry to the listeners out there. Not very exciting trip to the movies, but it was good for us. It's bad for you, but it's good for us. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. The only thing to do now is to talk about what we thought about the movie. So non-spoiler. No spoilers, Marcellus Reagans, the non-fan. What did you think of Mean Girls 2024? So as uh, we already mentioned, I wasn't a big fan of the original movie. And as I'm sitting there watching this movie, I'm like, why are they doing this again? Like, what was it about the story that was so captivating that they were like, we have to do this over again? Uh, So that being said, you know, the movie, it wasn't horrible. It was it was okay. I thought it was okay. I thought a lot of it was because I haven't seen the the original one in so long. I forgot all about it. But as I'm watching the movie, I'm the new movie. I'm like, I feel like I know what's gonna happen. And uh, there's a little bit of the uh, the Little Mermaid thing all over again, where they just repeat the same dialogue from the movie that you've already seen. So, but that being said, about halfway, eh, probably like a quarter of the way through it started to feel a little bit different and uh, it was somewhat enjoyable. So yeah, I say it's okay. Oh, okay. An okay from Mark Ellis, Aubrey Litchfield. You are a fan of this movie, of the original movie. What'd you think? Right. So when we pulled into my subdivision, I was telling Max how I felt about this movie. And he said, well, they're going to be very excited to know that you have a different opinion about this movie for once. Uh Oh, right. <laughs> I'm like really nervous about like what you're about to say. So. I fucking hated this movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> <being> sarcastic. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I thought you would have given us a five out of five. Right no. Off. I fucking hated this movie. I was audibly sighing through the entire movie. Wow. You really had me fooled because I, I thought you were gonna say you loved it. So I know. I when he said that I was laughing hysterically because I knew he was being sarcastic and I was like, man, I'm gonna fool them for once. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it's my turn. Uh, what do you guys think I thought of this movie? Oh, there is no way on God's green earth that this does not make top five movies of the year. <laughs> Why no would you way. say something like that, Mark? Because it has mean girls in a title. Mm-hmm. It's girls in high school being mean to each other, which mm-hmm. you know is in the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has. Uh, There's a lot of boobies. <laughs> 
<laughs> women that I'm sure you will find attractive and uh, stuff that I will save for spoilers. So, yeah, I'm sure that everything just in in the conception of the idea of Mean Girls, the musical, this is five out of five for Joey. Like, hands down. There's no way this isn't. There's no way this isn't in the top five of the year. What do you think, Aubrey? Um, I I 100% agree with Mark Ellis. <laughs> well, I guess uh, you guys are the ones that are surprised because I really didn't like this movie at all. Bullshit. <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm serious. I, I I I was not a fan. I was not <gasps> a fan of this movie. Uh, and I'll get it. I can't really talk about it now in spoilers, but it just feels unnecessary. It doesn't feel earned, and it's just kind of there. After I walked out, it felt nothing. I felt like. <laughs> Well, I mean, all right. Well, again, I, in spoilers, I'll talk about like one part where I was like, yeah, I just I felt nothing after watching this movie. I was like, Ugh. I actually felt bad that I made you guys go see it. <laughs> Good. You should you should feel bad that you made me drive in the snow <laughs> the cold afternoon to go see this movie. It's like minus 13 out and I and Mark Ellis is driving in a, a blizzard. <laughs> Is it, it like in uh, cold in Virginia? It was freezing in Virginia. I just got back from from uh, California, where it was mid sixties all week, and I, was, I thought this was streaming on Paramount Plus because it's advertised as streaming on Paramount Plus. And I learned I have to go to the movies. And I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> it's cold." It originally was going to be direct to Paramount Plus, but they brought it to theaters instead. Mark, when you were driving in the movies, was it like in Rocky Four when he's driving and he's it's like a montage, like <laughs> yes, visions of, montage. of the past or like appearing to you in the windshield? You like see like Steven Super Retro being like, <laughs> "No weeks off sucks," and Mark's like, "Oh man, I kind of agree with him now." <laughs> <laughs> no, step on the gas harder. Like I'll show you. That's right. That's right. I'll show you all. Oh God, yeah, I was not a fan. So. Uh, that's, that's not very, uh, uh, it's not very optimistic for the, <laughs> the movie, but we're, we're going to jump into spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, I guess, uh, now's your time to dip the rest of you stick around. Cause we're going to spoil mean girls 2024. Uh, I've got some spoilers. One clear <laughs> spoiler. Yeah, Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. <laughs> All right, let's uh, start with Mark Ellis. You probably have the highest opinion of this movie, shockingly enough. So what are some things you liked about the movie? All right, so there was three part. Well, there's yeah, three parts of this movie that actually made me laugh out loud in the theater. Uh, one of them was Megan Estallion referencing Firecrotch, <laughs> which <laughs> which seemed very mean and uh and surprisingly, because I didn't think I didn't think I would ever hear that phrase again. And the fact that it's in Mean Girls just made me crack up because of obvious reasons. <laughs> the second thing, there's a scene where Tina Fey is about the when she's at the um the school assembly and she has to like talk to the girls about the burn book. And there's a split second where it looks like she's about to start singing, <laughs> and then the music just cuts off. Uh, <laughs> she hits like the first note, the first awful note that I thought was really funny. Uh, that was some really good comic timing. Uh, and then the second thing, uh, the third thing was there was uh, there's a line in the movie where uh, the girl is singing about Halloween. And it's like Halloween is great because you get to be someone who you aren't 
who you are not in normal life. It's like the internet, but with candy. Uh, and I thought, that, <laughs> I thought that lie was pretty funny. Uh, I thought the the resemblance between like the mothers and daughters in this movie was really good. Like the girl that plays Katie, and her mom is Pam from The Office, and I thought they looked like mother and daughter. I thought that well, was can, actually. Can I just interject here for a minute? Uh, my wife watches The Office on an endless loop. Yeah, um, we've talked about this. And when I came home the other day, Jen was watching The Office, and she had it restarted again, so it was season one. Yeah. And there's Pam on screen, and this is going back like fuck, what like twenty something years. And I was like, shit, man. I was like, she was in the Mean Girls movie I just watched. She got fucking old. That's <laughs> <laughs> like uh, everybody gets old, Joey. And I like looked at me like I was an asshole. So I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't you talk about her, Pam Beasley, like that? How dare you? She's a national treasure. That's right. That's right. If you open the treasure, there's an unfunny sitcom in it. So. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. So anyway, yes, the resemblance between the mothers and daughters were great. I thought uh, Regina George and her mom, uh, played by uh, Busy Phillips, I thought they were great. There was two uh, two actors in this movie, two people in the movie that just really stole every single scene that they were in. And that's Ali E. Cravalho, who played Janice. And uh, Jack Hill Spivey, who played um, the other guy. I forgot his name. Darren, I think. I, I forgot his Damien. name. Damien. Damien, thank you. Every scene that they were in, they stole it. Like, every single scene. And she has the best character, the best part, the best written dialogue. Like, everything about her character is fantastic in this movie. Whenever a song started and I saw that she was singing, I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. Uh, she's fantastic. A lot of people may know her as the voice of Moana from uh, back in the day. But uh, yeah, she's an amazing voice, amazing talent. Every time her and uh, the other guy was was together on the screen, the movie just took off. Uh, and then uh, the last thing I liked was um, there were scenes where they would do like these awesome like screen um, transitions. Uh, like the, the movie opens with them doing a live stream playing playing instruments in a garage and they open up the garage door and it takes you to where Katie is in Africa. And there were scenes like that throughout the movie. There are scenes where they would be talking and the, the music score would be playing and it would be the band like up in a tree right above them, which I thought was kind of funny. It's, it's very um, abstract in that way. Uh, so the scenes like that I thought was really cool. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Other than that, that's pretty much all I liked about it. <laughs> all right, Aubrey. I don't know if there's anything you liked about it. Yeah, there's really not much. There was very little um, moments where I laughed. And um, I liked the subtle references to a lot of things. Like at one point, they say, thank you, next, at the uh, school dance. And that's a reference to the Ariana Grande song that had like a reference to Mean Girls in it. It's so, like, I get it. I get their little references. They were cute little Easter eggs in there. And I laughed two times, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> Normally it was it was because Damien is like too gay to function. So normally like those things I would laugh about. Like he's just very uh, sassy and that made me laugh. But it wasn't anything grand that made me laugh, I should say. It wasn't anything original. I guess. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I 
the actress that played Regina was good, kind of. I still like Rachel McAdams better. Uh, I agree with Markellis. Like, the mother-daughter combos, they do look alike. So they did pretty good casting there. And, yeah, that is it. <laughs> Jesus, guys. <laughs> hey, I had a lot more. What are you talking about? Oh, my God. All right. Well, let's see. What did I like about this movie? So uh, before we get into the misogynistic things that I liked about this movie, um, <laughs> the actual things I liked about the movie, uh, right off the bat, I'll agree with you guys. The actor and actress that played Janice and Damien were awesome. When they first appear on screen and the movie first starts, um, that song I liked a lot, too. That first song when they're singing about setting up the movie. Yeah. And it was the two of them. And then throughout the movie, I thought, and I'll get into this and in things I didn't like, but I thought they were some of the people that were kind of putting their own spin on the characters. They weren't just cosplaying mean girls. It didn't feel like they were just trying to do exactly what had already been done in 2004. Obviously, you know, these characters are these characters. They're going to be a certain way, but it felt like they were putting their own spin on them and that spin worked. Mm-hmm. So I really liked when Damien and Janice were on screen because it was enjoyable and they, they had the best songs. Like the only two songs of the whole fucking movie that I like are when the, the opening song <laughs> in the very, very beginning and uh revenge party. Those are the only two good songs in the whole <laughs> movie. And uh, they both involve those characters up front and center. So th- m- uh, that was kind of more of what I wanted from the movie was kind of its own spin on things, not necessarily the greatest hits of mean girls while people cosplay as other characters. Oh, I liked the Halloween song too. I thought that was funny, but so I guess it's like two and a half songs. I liked out of the whole movie. Um, But yeah. um, So what other than that? um, Yeah. um, (laughs) Two two and a half songs and characters uh, kind of reinterpreting uh, the original characters. Right. That's Um, it. Honestly, that's about it, man. I mean, there, there really wasn't much to like here as its own movie. And I can, I'll get into this in, and things I didn't like, but I mean, just to be gross, you know, obviously I love Angori Rice. Uh, yes. She was a woman crush of the year contender a couple of years ago. Uh, and she looked hot as hell when she was uh, plastic. So, you know, <laughs> I love her. Avantika. Sure. Has gigantic boobas <laughs> that I was not expecting in the Halloween part. I was like, holy booba. And then like, I couldn't even concentrate on the movie. Um, <laughs> And then uh, Renee Rapp is pretty awesome as uh, Regina George. And I got to tell you, we have our first Woman Crush of the Year 2024 contender, Renee Rapp. There you go. Our, already and, uh, Google, Google says it's okay. <laughs> but that's it. That's it. That's all I liked. <laughs> so let's go into things we didn't like. Mark Ellis Reagans, what did you not like about this movie? You know, again, I just could not. It didn't pull me in. It didn't connect with me at all. The only time that I connected is when Janice and Damien were on screen and when they were singing. That's the only time that the movie really came alive to me. Uh, I didn't think the the Katie character was that. Actually, no, I take that back. She did a really good job from going from the kind of awkward, nerdy girl to the to the plastic. Like her transition was actually kind of was really good and believable, but again, I feel like we've already seen it done before. So it wasn't like revolutionary. With this type of movie, I think you need a a kind of a, a, a like a whimsical sense when it comes to the directing. I think if you're going to make these kind of leaps of fantasy world, musical land, you have to kind of push it a little bit harder and I know 
some people probably don't like that. I think it would have worked better in this movie. I, I think if they had pushed a little crazy elements out like a little bit further, made it a little bit more elaborate or colorful or something, I think that would have been made it more visually appealing. Like there's cool stuff in it. There's a really great Regina George song when she's um, in the, the hallway of the school and like the lighting is all cool and they do like these these cool things. But that was like a little too too little too late. They needed to do a lot more of that throughout the movie in order to make it, I don't know, feel engaging to me anyway. Yeah. And the girl that played Karen, her, she, obviously she's the dumb character from the first movie, but she overplayed that character so hard. Like in, you know, when Amanda Siegfried did it, you know, she was dumb, but you know, you can, you can kind of get in on the joke. You know what I mean? Like she didn't seem like a complete brick. Uh, and this girl was just, she was, she, they let her have that dumb look on her face throughout the entire movie. Uh, she was great during the song, during the Halloween song. But other than that, it just felt like a cartoon version of the original character. And I just, mm-hmm. and I didn't like that at all. Um, but that's pretty much the only things I, I really didn't like. Okay. Um, Aubrey Litchfield, I'm sure you have very much to discuss. Yes, I do. <laughs> right. Where do I start? Um, first, I hated the person that played Karen. Mark Ellis is 100% right. She overplayed that character. I thought she was obnoxious to the point, like, she made me angry that she played that character so stupid. At least in the first one, Karen was, and like, she had redeemable qualities. And, like, you actually didn't hate her she just was stupid but in this one it was like the first scene you see her like she's drinking a drink with a straw up her nose like it just was stupid (laughs) i hated it i hated every second of it uh aaron samuels the person who plays aaron samuels looks like he had his face crushed in by a shovel he's like somebody just whacked him right in the face with a shovel dude is fugly there's just something fundamentally wrong with that dude's face. I don't know what it is other than it looks like he got hit in the face with a shovel. I hated just about every single song. It was painful to listen to. The whole thing was painful to listen to. I guess I'm very picky with musicals. Like they have to be done well. And this was not done well. It was infuriating to watch. And every time a song started, I felt like so disappointed. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) here we go again. I felt like this was not a good homage to the first movie at all. I, I did not enjoy it. I, um, I don't really understand why the part where Regina falls during the, the talent show was embarrassing for her. I thought like maybe her, dress like ripped or something like that would have been embarrassing people are taking pictures of like her exposed but she just fell why is that so embarrassing that like she has this huge issue with her friends the next day it just didn't make sense the the way that they cut up the first movie and placed it and then made this movie out of it 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 didn't work I enjoyed Busy Phillips. I thought that she did a really good job, like being the mom and being the mom that wants to live through her daughter. But there were times where 
I don't know if I liked her that much because I felt like she wasn't doing a very good job being Amy Poehler. I don't know. I didn't like how Tina Fey and uh, Tim, what's his last name, got Meadows. together. Yeah, Tim Meadows got together at the end. I know it was like alluded to in the first movie and he asked her out and she said no. But it didn't enjoy that in this movie that they were actually together. The annoying girls that sat behind me enjoyed it and very loudly went, aww. And so I loudly reacted with a sigh because I thought it was stupid. <laughs> and and things didn't make sense. So that kind of like it ruined a couple of points in the movie where Tina Fey's house is supposed to be searched for drugs and she's in jail, but Tim Meadows isn't. They live together. They have dogs together. Like he didn't go to jail while they're searching to make sure she's not a drug dealer. Uh, and then on top of that, he says that they paid the DJ, but then there's a live band playing at homecoming. So that annoyed me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just took the power out of that line that you stole from the first movie, but then you have a live band playing at, at the dance. Like it was irritating. It was, it was very irritating. I love the first movie. I could watch the first movie on repeat and not be bored and not hate it. And this just felt like a monstrosity of, an, of a tribute and I hated every second of it. I just, uh, it, it wasn't done well at all. And even Damien, who I said was one of my favorites got irritating after a while because he just, he tried too hard to be that incredibly gay character. And I really hope people listening don't take that the wrong way you, you're going to have to trust me and watch the movie. Like he went over the top being flamboyant sometimes. And that became irritating to me. Um, I can see my inbox already. I know. I know. I'm so sorry, people. I swear. Um, it's this, just, this is our new Wakanda has roads. incident. Uh, I'll never live that down in my soul. I feel so bad about that. <laughs> um, I wasn't expecting much, but I wasn't expecting to be this mad about this movie, I guess. <laughs> it was not good. It was incredibly irritatingly bad. All right. Um, well, you know, I I mostly agree with Aubrey. I, I think there's a lot of issues with this movie. The first issue I have is it's 20 minutes shorter than the original movie, but it's telling the same story. So we're going to lose some stuff. And it just felt like, hey, you like Mean Girls. Here's the greatest hits of Mean Girls on screen is skits with some kind of shitty songs. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I liked two and a half songs in this movie, really. That's it. And, and the whole movie is a fucking musical. So that is a problem. And even the songs I liked, I can't sing you a fucking part of them. Like I, I can't hum a tune to any of them. You know, I can't. I had to look up the one at the beginning of the movie. Cause I knew I wanted to make that joke for you guys earlier in the podcast, but I had to look it up to remember how it went because I couldn't remember any of the songs. Like, there's, there's nothing musical wise. Like there's nothing music wise to me. That's like, Oh hell yeah. I mean, you guys can make fun of me all you all you want. I love Greece too. <laughs> there's fucking memorable songs in that movie. 
there's very memorable songs in that movie, whether it's in a good way or a bad way. <laughs> you, you've seen it. You remember Cool Rider. You remember Who's That Guy? I yeah. sing them all the time. You remember Rockahula <laughs> Luau? You remember all those songs. So whether whether it's in a good way or a bad way, it's all a bad way for me. I'm sorry. Right. But if I said, Mark, can you sing me like any part of the song from when Katie is in class sitting behind the guy? Uh, something about math, I think. <laughs> exactly. And we just watched this movie a few days ago and you can't even <laughs> fucking hum the tune. Like that is a significant problem with a fucking musical. Like the, the, the songs are not memorable or good. So that is a problem right up front. Um, and, and like I said, it just felt like, like member berries, like, Hey, you guys liked mean girls. Here's, uh, some people, you know, dressed up like the characters and singing songs about it. But it, if you had never seen the first mean girls, like this, this does nothing for you. <laughs> like yeah. you, you can't even barely grasp the storyline from it. You certainly aren't getting all the nuances and jokes and everything that made the first one a classic. It's, it, it, it it, it's not good. It's not a good representation of what that first movie was. It, it's just not. And, and I loved those other two characters. You know, I loved Janice and Damien because they were putting their own spin on it and their spin worked, but I will hundred percent agree with you. Avantika as Karen was awful. Um, I don't know what that was, but they turned her character from kind of being a ditzy, like kind of stupid to being fucking Ralph Wiggum. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like I never, I never worried that Karen in the first movie would would forget b- how to breathe. Right. <laughs> like, like they just went too far with that, and it, it's kind of a thing going on with the whole movie where it's like push and pull. Like, is it is it more serious? Is it more goofy? Is it taking the piss out of musicals? Is it actually a musical? Because sometimes the characters would react to being in a musical, like you said that joke with um, Tina Fey starts to sing and she goes, Oh no, no, I don't think so. You know? And it goes away. Like, that's funny, but are the characters aware they're in a musical and they're kind of taking the piss out of it? Or are they just in a musical as musicals are like it, it, it felt like the tone was all over the place and it, it just felt like people like in mean girls cosplay doing skits. That, that's what it felt like. It felt like going to a high school production of mean girls that they wrote themselves. Like it, it just never ever even came cl- and i didn't expect it i'm talking about a movie like in my top 20 movies of all time I'm talking about a six out of five classic like i'm not expecting this to be fucking citizen kane of musical remakes i just you know i just wanted to be entertained with a movie uh, based on a movie that i love and it just was it never got to that level and is there anything after the credits because i didn't stay through the credits and the credits was them dancing at the prom and i left like was there anything i left that? as well <laughs> I, I don't tell you. I don't remember if there was anything after that. I, I think I left too. So the first movie kind of ends and leaves the characters in like good places. You know what I mean? Like uh, Karen is now the weather person, and you know, blah blah blah. But this this movie didn't didn't do that. They just went to the prom, and then everybody was dancing. The end. Like what? <laughs> so that that's it. Like, did anybody really learn anything? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> like it just. It just felt like it was just a thing that happened for an hour and 13 minutes. And like <laughs> I watched it and I don't feel a goddamn thing afterwards other than kind of just disappointed. So, you know, I was really, really, really care about this. their characters either. Well, they don't, they don't make you, this. they don't make you yeah. in this, you know, and it's like, I said, it's 20 minutes shorter than the original movie. So we lose a bunch of nuance to it. And 
the things that happen in the movie just feel like they happen because they're supposed to happen because it's mean girls. It never felt like a driving plot or anything. Uh, it was just really disappointing. It'd be like, if it's like, if somebody was like, Oh man, I love the thing. And then you're like, Oh, I'm going to watch it. And then you watch the remake from like 2011. You're like, Oh, that kind of sucked. Well, yeah, of course it sucked. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's, it's not even close to the original. Like, like th- there's nothing in this that makes me like thrilled or like love mean girls. Like and everything I loved about mean girls, d- none of it is in this movie. Like it just comes from a movie I saw before the, I, before podcasts even fucking existed. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, like anything I liked about this movie was either just aping that movie or like member berries about that movie. There's nothing about this specific movie that I'm like, Oh, thank God they, they made this, you know? Yeah, well, the, this is the and this is the issue with it, dude. And you're you're hitting the nail like right on the head. They made the musical into a movie. If you now, I I hadn't watched. I didn't know who uh, Renee Rapp was before this movie at all. I didn't. I barely remember that there was a Mean Girls Broadway show. So when I saw that she was from the show, I'm like, oh well, you know, maybe I'll check out some of the show. This play on stage goes like gangbusters. Because the people in the audience are, you know, they're interacting with it. You know, they get the jokes. It is like, here's the stuff that you remember from the movie done on stage. And people are allowed to laugh and clap and sing and all of that stuff right along with it. That gets completely lost in the movie uh, because they're trying to make this kind of communal experience of the theater into a movie. And it, it doesn't work. They already did it as a movie 20 years ago. What's weird to me is you saying that is that from... I've never experienced the Mean Girls musical on Broadway or on stage or anything, or even listened to it before. Mm-hmm. And watching this movie, there's no songs that make me want to be like that, or there's nothing that's here on screen that makes me say, oh, fuck yeah, I want to see this on stage and I can laugh and sing and dance. You know, I mean, I think about something like Rocky Horror, and, you know, the songs are fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I would, I'd love to go see this, whether it's uh, just in a theater with other people singing and cr- clapping and throwing shit and yelling at the screen or even the stage production. Like, like you're like, oh yeah, I could see that. You know, I like this. Um, or even um, Hamilton, like I, obviously not my thing, but like the songs were catchy. The, it was like, how fucking long was Hamilton? Like four hours long. <laughs> it was super long. It never really drags though, because the songs are really good and it's well done. And again, I'm saying oh, I'm comparing fucking mean girls, <laughs> 2024 to uh, like basically like one of the best modern musicals made in the century. But I'm just saying like, like that's, that's the experience you're looking for. Not whatever the fuck this was. <laughs> <laughs> I I was just not a fan, man. I was really disappointed. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. (laughs) I know, I know it will never happen, but I I can almost guarantee, dude, if you saw like a live production of this, like if you saw a stage production of this, you would have your, you would have a much better time. You would have an an incredibly fun time watching them do it live because they're catering to the audience. You know, they're looking out to the audience and they're throwing the jokes at the audience for them, for them to participate in. Uh, And that would make, that's makes it fun as a, you know, as a spectator, as a movie watcher, it's not as fun. Well, I was disappointed. So I guess the only thing left to do is to give it a score. So Mark Ellis Reagan's Aubrey Litchfield, we're going to score it from zero to five with five being the best and zero being the worst. What do you got for Mean Girls 2024, Aubrey? Um, I'm going to give it a half a star. Jesus. 
What is the half star for? That girl's uh, The two times that I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Ellis, right? Uh, you know, it's not offensive. I I do want to say one other joke that I thought was really funny. The uh, the girl that kept appearing who didn't go to that school. Uh, she shows up at the end and she's singing, and the, and Damien's like, "Wow, she's an amazing singer, but she does not go here." Uh, that killed me. I love uh, that. I just thought that was too much member berries. <laughs> I love that. So yeah, I I don't think it's super offensive. I think it's you know okay. The people in my theater clapped at the end when they closed the curtain, so to speak. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it a two and a half. Well, all I can say is it's better than Mean Girls 2, direct-to-video um, sequel to the first one. Whoa, that's a, that's a real thing? Get out of here. Yeah, it is. Holy it's shit. It's horrendous. Does any of the original cast members show up? Uh, Tim Meadows. <laughs> that's awful. Oh, shout out to freaking uh, Lindsay Lohan for making an appearance, dude. I thought it was an awful appearance. Why did you think it was so awful? It looked, it was, it was cringy. I hated it. I mean, I'm just happy that she looks healthy and that she's doing okay. All joking aside, she's she's had a rough for a while, so <laughs> she doesn't look like a dying scarecrow right now. I think that's <laughs> that's probably for the best. But uh, I'm going to give this a one and a half out of five. I. Uh, half star for purely piggish misogynistic reasons of attractive females in the movie. Uh, otherwise uh, this is not good. And I would just say, you know what, rather than watch this, watch the first one again and make up your own songs as you watch it. And they'll probably be better than the majority of the songs in this movie. But that's it. Maybe we got it right. Maybe we got it wrong. Hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think. And now we're going to wrap it up before we tap it up. Let's get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got? I recommend everybody go read this book called Gallant. I've been reading it. I, I started it on the plane, actually. It's pretty interesting. It's like this girl um, is left at the steps of an orphanage when she's really little and she grows up and wants to learn more about her family. And they kind of like call her to their house, their their family mansion. And then she finds out that there's like a lot of supernatural elements to it. So I don't want to spoil it by explaining too much of the book because a big part of it is like those supernatural elements, but it, it's been pretty interesting. If you like uh, supernatural type books, it, it is very interesting. Awesome. Mark Ellis Reagans. Uh, yeah. I want to recommend uh, a TV show that, uh, it's in its second season. I watched the first season last year and loved it. The second season just finished, just had its finale, and it is Reacher on Amazon Prime. It's only eight episodes. Jack Reacher kicking ass, taking names. Uh, this one is a little bit different from the first season, but it's still like just old school badassery uh, with a, a, a somewhat likable hero. Um, I thought the the second season the end of the second season was a little bit over the top but you know it earns that kind of craziness so uh yeah if you haven't checked out reacher check it out season two is on prime video all right well i will recommend that you go to sowizardpodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week links to all our social media accounts right there on the page links to all our youtube patreon content and movie reviews by Stu from swo productions right on sowizardpodcast.com don't forget to subscribe to us on itunes spotify good pods or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts we will be there check out that aforementioned youtube channel there's hours of free exclusive content there as well 
Adam's dropping new videos twice a week. So jump on there and check it out. Don't forget to check out our Patreon. You can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content. It's the only place to hear us talking all about the latest news and trailers in the world of nerd. So jump on board and support the show. Get some extra content. I will recommend, since we are talking about a high school and a musical, I'll recommend a much better movie you should check out that I really want to do on the podcast someday. I really want Mark and Aubrey to watch it. And that is 1979's Rock and Roll High School. As uh, PJ Souls, right out of Halloween, <laughs> makes uh, this movie with uh, Roger Corman, decided he wanted to make his own version of Grease uh, with the Ramones instead of <laughs> um, Grease. So uh, it's a bad movie, but an awesome movie. And it's about kids that love rock and roll and their principal who does not. And it's so good. <laughs> and I love it. And I believe it's streaming on Amazon. So uh, check out Rock and Roll High School if you can. Then, uh, you know what? Jump on Disney Plus. And watch Echo from Marvel Studios, because that, my friends, is what we're going to be talking about next week as we review all of season one and see if the MCU comeback starts now. Uh, or, or if we're just helping Aubrey fill up her worst of the year list for next year. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> so jump on there. Check out Echo, because that's what we're going to be talking about next week. But that's going to do it for episode number 494 of the So Wizard Podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I don't even go here. <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Markellis Rick. Aubrey just has her first entry for her 2024 burn book, uh, and that's <laughs> going to be Mean Girls. Uh, everybody have yourself a great weekend. We'll come forever. See you guys next week for Echo. Have fun at the revenge party. Good journey.